Welcome to the Dome Dog Podcast. I'm your host, Matt DeBritz. A little bit of news from Syracuse today. Chaz Owens, bench player, appeared in eight games in two seasons for Syracuse and entered the transfer portal. He's the son of Billy Owens. If you're a Syracuse fan, you know who he is. Billy Owens is one of the greatest players of all time at Syracuse. Unfortunately for his son, things didn't work out at Syracuse. Wish him the best. As I said before, I'm going to expand the Dome Dog podcast to more basketball than just Syracuse. And since the NBA playoffs are in full swing, I thought I'd touch on that a little bit today. Last night, the Pelicans and the Suns played a pretty tough game. The Suns ended up winning, winning the series of six games. But I just wanted to point out a couple guys in that series. You know, Chris Paul uh, didn't miss in the game, 14-14. And if you watch any of that game or didn't see some highlights, a couple of shots bounced on the rim two or three times before it went in. When it's your night, it's your night. And Devin Booker came back for the Suns. He was injured. But uh, he didn't have a great game or anything like that. But his presence alone out there helped the Suns. But on the other side of the ball, Jose Alvarado, if you don't know who he is, he played for Georgia Tech last year. He's Defensive Player of the Year in the ACC. He led it, uh, Georgia Tech to the championship, or the ACC championship last season. And he was just kind of a pest then. He's still a pest. And somehow he made it into the NBA. Um these guys, six foot, you know, 179 pounds. If you believe those bio stats, I'm not sure I do, but he's just a guy that's in everyone's grill at every second and hustling at every second and a guy you'd love to have on your team. And he went undrafted and made it to the NBA. You know, it's great to see that. Um, so the Pelicans look like they're in good shape with the guys in their team. Zion Williamson didn't play at all this year. And I think that's a good thing for the Pelicans because Brandon Ingram didn't have him looking over his shoulder. And have Zion behind him saying, oh, I'm the number one or you're the number one. I think it's pretty clear that Ingram is the number one guy. And I think it's safe to say, or I would say, I mean, I wouldn't say it's safe to say, but it's my opinion, the Pelicans should move on from Zion and just either trade him and get something for him. Because at this point, they can keep the guys they had in this playoff run together. I think that they can do something next year. We'll see. Uh, on, the other, on the other game, it was Dallas versus Utah. Utah was down by three late. They tried to shoot threes when they shouldn't have. They were bad shots, but Dallas couldn't capitalize. Went back and forth. Gobert scored a a dunk, and then um, Utah fouled. Brunson hit one of two, and Bogdanovich had a chance to hit a three. He had a pretty good look at it at the end of the game for the Jazz. He just missed it. It's just kind of a weird way of approaching. You know, you're, you're down three with over a minute to go. A two would have been fine there and played defense instead of shooting a three twice. And then you're only down by two and you shoot a three. I think Donovan Mitchell's got to get the ball there and he's got to take control, but he didn't. Utah may be broken apart a little bit next year. We'll see. Uh, but I, next thing I want to talk about is tonight's game, actually. Timberwolves versus the Grizzlies. And if you haven't watched any of this series, I highly recommend it because it's got a lot of young talent. Maybe guys you haven't heard of because these teams aren't on national television too much except for these playoffs. Some of the guys that they have in the teams kind of came out of situations in, in college that you might not have heard of either. So number one is John Morant, you know, lottery pick right behind Zion. Um, looks like Memphis got the better end of the deal right now because Morant actually plays and he doesn't just play. He's explosive, you know, great dunks. He talks smack. He doesn't mind mixing it up with people. He's athletic. He bounces all over the place. A lot of fun to watch. So he went 
made the winning basket the other night at the buzzer with his left hand, just acrobatic. But before that, in the third quarter, he had this crazy dunk. Let's check it out. And then his shooting guard on his team is Desmond Bean. He is built almost like a running back, um, and he played at TCU. You know, TCU is not a team that you think of guys coming out of for the NBA. You know, in the Big 12, they're probably fourth or fifth on the line when it comes to TV coverage, maybe on ESPNU or news. But I knew Desmond Bain was a good player. I didn't know he was this good, but he is impactful, hits threes a lot, and also drives a lot. So he's fun to watch. So you got those two guys. And then on Minnesota, Anthony Edwards played at Georgia for one season. Um, he, I think he's taken over the number one role in Minnesota. Well, people say it's Carl Anthony Towns from Kentucky, but I think it's Edwards. Edwards elevated, has elevated Carl Anthony Towns, and I think he's more explosive. He's more of an alpha than Towns is. Just my opinion watching him, watching Edwards in, in college and watching him in the games. So it's a fun battle between kind of those four guys. There's other ancillary players within there, but check it out. And why I wanted to talk about John Morant and Desmond Bain the most is because they, they weren't really highly recruited or highly touted guys. Morant was out of college, but uh, but Bain wasn't. And it's like, I see people talking about recruiting a ton on the Syracuse pages. And I've talked about recruiting. I had Neil Adler on last week. We talked about recruiting. And that's all great. But it really matters what you do when you get to the NBA, what you do when you get to college. And, you know, just the guy that I just talked about, Jose Alvarado, I mean, he doesn't look like anything or any sort of guy that would make the NBA, but he's there. Uh, Desmond Bain wasn't highly uh, talked about coming out of um, college, but he's impactful. Um, John Morant went to Murray State because no big program really wanted him and ended up making a name for himself there. And obviously now he's making a bigger name for himself. So we can have the top 10 recruits, and that's great. But if they get Syracuse and they don't fit and they don't do anything, then those rankings don't mean anything to me. Hopefully any of these guys can produce a little bit next year that Syracuse has and the guys after that can produce. But I'm more concerned with the guys on the team like Benny, who was highly recruited and didn't get maybe that chance we thought he should have got him. Let's see what he can do next year. That's all I got. Thanks for listening to the Dome Dog Podcast. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Audible, Podbean, Google, YouTube, and more. Please join the Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash domedogpod. That's D-O-M-E, D-A-W-G-P-O-D.